you're so far you're probably thinking this is stupid people go through this shit all the time and you're right you're definitely right if, if that's what you're thinking and I know so far my examples that I have I have laid in front of you are kind of petty but that's kind of my point is it's all kind of petty and simple and little and things that people go through all the time but this was every day it was every day And I've been in physical relationships. I have in previous relationships. You know, my early 20s were hard. My oldest kid's dad was, he was very, um, it was very physical. If he wanted $10 from me and I said no, because I genuinely did not have $10 to give him that. And I haven't seen him in like four weeks. You know, where has he been? How's he going to pop up and just ask me for cash? He would take it. There was bullshit. It was a lot of bullshit with him. So, and he wasn't the only one that I was with that was like that. I've been in some really shitty relationships. So, that's why I thought this one was so much better. I thought that I needed to apologize and I needed to take responsibility. And I kind of just needed to suck it up. I needed to suck up being told that I'm a shit mom. I need to suck up being told that I'm worthless because I forgot to lay the chicken out or because I forgot to flip the laundry or because I didn't get gas the night before and now I'm going to be late for work because I have to stop and get gas at the gas station. I had to suck it up because I forgot that I had an appointment on a day that he wanted to go to the Amish country, you know, and I had to get over it if I felt like his friends were being mean to me you know just being all around disrespectful to me and I had to get over it if I overheard his family or his friends saying mean things about my kids things that they don't know what they're talking about they're just repeating what he heard what they heard from Bob I had to find a way to make more money but I wasn't allowed to pick up a second job I had a second job lined up at the wine rack And it wouldn't have been very many hours because the job I already had, Bob was getting mad that I was coming home too late. But I never came home later than what I typically did before. But in his mind, it was getting later and later. And I couldn't prove him wrong anyway. You know, I could show him my pay stubs or my checkout slips and he still wouldn't believe me. So I just cut my hours back, which cut a lot of money out of my paychecks. You know, and now I can't pick up those hours because those hours are given to somebody else. So now I'm looking for a second job because I need more money. And he's telling me no. And I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, you need to be home. Well, why do I need to be home? Because you need to be home. Okay. But then how am I supposed to make more money? (laughs) Like, it just... It was so frustrating and it was a constant, constant mental torment because I could not please him. And if I couldn't please him, I couldn't please anybody else. And when you deal with this every single fucking day, my God, it fucks you up. I don't care what anybody says. It fucks you up. You start losing sleep. You don't enjoy the things that you used to enjoy. Oh, and heaven forbid, if I got invited to see a concert. I went and seen Mushroom Head Live years before me and Bob got together. And I'm telling you, that was one of the best times of my life. That was fucking amazing. And I would love to experience that again. And when I got invited to go see Mushroom Head again, hell, Bob could have came. It would have been great. 
I would I would have had an amazing time, even if he was a pain in the ass during the whole show. That's fucking mushroom head. But Bob said no. It wouldn't make sense for me to go, and it would look bad. Like, how the fuck would that look bad? It's mushroom head. It's a fucking rock and roll concert. Like, and they don't put on massively huge shows. And I would be, like, right there, just fucking rocking out. You know, like, enjoying myself. Heaven, oh, that was the thing. Heaven forbid if I enjoyed myself. But he said no. He said no. But he won tickets to see Dan and Shay, and, well... He took me to that. I'm not really a big Dan and Shay person, but we'll go to that. Where we had to sit up clear, far fucking away. Can't really see them and can't really hear them over the teenagers beside us. And, you know, but whatever. And he took pride in that. I took her to Dan and Shay. Oh, you know, and it's like, okay. So we did the things that he wanted to do, and I smiled through all of it because I loved him and because, well, they weren't really bad times, but we were not allowed to do anything that I wanted to, and it was no secret that even though I'm, I like to believe I'm a well-rounded person and, you know, and I'm easily pleased, but we're not exactly into the same things. He, he's the stereotypical country guy. He goes hunting and fishing. I like fishing, but I don't live for it. He goes hunting, and he's about the the backyard, you know, butchering and cookouts and four-wheelers and country music and, you know, shit like that. And I'm over here, like, I want to go to a metal concert and slow dance to Led Zeppelin, and I'd like to attend some craft shows. That'd be cool. I like to do crafts, you know, and let's go to a movie and then fucking get a drink afterwards or something you know what I mean like typically I stay home I cook and clean I have kids for Christ's sake you know party days are over but every once in a while would it be so bad to go to a local rock show and you know eat some fucking finger food and have a couple beers and just enjoy ourselves I mean that's what I did with my friends and I say friends because that's what they were but in Bob's mind man or woman they are a threat and they're not friends and I don't need to go again a sign of fucking control again something I did not see as an issue or as a red flag until much much after you know what really sucks is when you're talking about these things or when you just politely tell your friends sorry I can't go and they automatically fire up with it's Bob isn't it that's a red flag he won't let you do the things you want to do. That's a red flag. So now you're mad at your friends because your friends are right. And because your friends are calling not only you out on your shit, but him. Oh. And so if you've listened to any of my previous podcasts, you would see I, I like to write poetry. I like to write short poems and long poems and I like to write as I'm feeling it and I like to write as it's on my mind and sometimes it's not current feelings it's just something that I've been thinking about about something I've went through or something that somebody else is going through and I really I just like to write well if Bob seen me holding my phone too long he would get himself right like real close to me he'd sit like right pretty much right on top of me and stare at my phone 
he wants to see what I'm doing, who I'm talking to, what I'm, what I'm typing up, what I'm texting. And like, I don't like that. I don't like being watched. I, especially when I'm writing, I usually write in my privacy. I write on my own. I write in silence. I don't write out loud, you know, because these are personal things. I post them for, you know, if anybody wants to read them or cares, so now they're public, but as I'm writing them, it's personal. And not that that's really a big thing, but he wouldn't let me have, like privacy was not allowed for me. Everything had to be his business and he had to be a part of my business constantly. And so like one moment in particular, we're all sitting outside and nobody's particularly talking to me and that's fine. But um, I started thinking about some things and so picked up my phone and I started texting up a, a poem you know something and I had a picture to go with it and I really liked the flow of it and you know I was really feeling myself and I was enjoying myself writing my poem and Bob walks over and he's like who are you talking to nobody well you're on your phone an awful lot like yeah I'm writing and so then he just stands there and stares at my phone well what are you writing like I don't know just something on my mind do you want to read it he's like no I just think you need to put your phone away like okay so I save it and I save it privately so that way I can get back to it later so like it's like saved on my Facebook but nobody can see it but me and uh, because I lose things in my phones if I just do it like in the personal notebook or the tablet or whatever so I save things to my Facebook because nobody has access to that but me and I know when you know what I mean it's just my way of saving things and, um, and I've been doing this for years you know so I save it and he uh and then later on in the evening and, and you know and after I saved my saved it and put it, my phone away and stuff like nothing changed like I wasn't included into any other conversations or anything like that it was just for Bob to be happy I had to put my phone away whatever well later on in the evening I remembered what I was writing so you know everybody's in their own rooms and stuff and so I pick up my phone and I get back onto my Facebook and I find what I started to write and you know, and I go back and I'm like adjusting it a little bit, editing where I have some spelling errors because I can't spell worth a damn. Um, that when I'm speed texting, it's worse. And, uh, and I'm adjusting some things and adding to it and subtracting to it, you know. And Bob walks in, he's like, seriously, what the fuck are you doing? And he gets mad, he gets hostile. And I'm like, you know what, it's nothing. And he's like, no, now I need to read it. So I hand it to him, him, him my phone to read it, and he reads it. He makes like this face like whatever, puts my phone on the bed and walks out. And then I can hear him outside talking to the neighbors about how I speak in like anonymous words and everything is so cryptic. And it's like, dude, it's a fucking poem. So I ended up just going ahead and posting it. It's mine, right? So I post it, make it public. I'm proud of it. I love it. You know, my cousins are comp complimenting on it, you know. You know, talking about how much they like it and how they like my read writing and blah, blah, blah. And Bob comments under my post, you know, words like this make it sound like we have problems. And I'm thinking to myself reading that, well, yeah, we kind of do, but this has nothing to do with you. And it's not even a sad thing. Like, I don't know. You just, I just, I wasn't allowed to do anything that I like to do. I wasn't allowed to be myself. I wasn't allowed to have friends. I wasn't allowed to go out. I wasn't even allowed to hang out with my own family members without it being some type of like secret agenda or he just get upset about it or it just becomes some type of conflict. It got to the point to where I felt like I, I had 
new life. And again, this isn't my life, my relationship, our relationship, our life, our future. This is Bob's and I'm just visiting. I am just a guest and he makes the rules. And as long as you're in Bob's life and in Bob's world, it's Bob's way or it's no way.